Hey guys, welcome to the Faith Now podcast. We're blessed to have you joining us today for part two of Who Do You Depend On? This is a two-part series, so make sure you check out part one and check out our previous episodes. There's a lot of encouraging words for you on this channel. Let's go ahead and get into part two of Who Do You Depend On? Here's Pastor Toby. Thank you for joining us, listeners. Glad you joined us today for part two of our talk on depending upon the Lord. I know you can do it if you'll depend upon the Lord. Uh, we talked about last week that God doesn't always work the way we expect, but he always keeps his word. He always keeps his word. And I read Psalm 146, verse 5, that said, The Lord blesses everyone, everyone who trusts him and depends on him. And so it depends on who you depend on, depend on the Lord. And here's a thought I want to give you today that I hope will encourage you to depend on God more and more and your life will be so much better uh, if you can just get these down and get them into your life. But here's the here's the thought we're going with today, that a lot of people have what I call a prison perspective. And if you have a prison perspective, it will always cause you to doubt. A negative perspective causes you to doubt. And when it hits you between the eyes, when you have something that just hits you between the eyes and you're like, now where are you at, God? I mean, nothing will cause you to doubt God more than marriage problems, family problems, kids problems, finances, health issues, or a difficult dilemma in life, fear, depression, anxiety. And you're wondering where God is. I don't know where you are today. You may think you have sinned so much that you cannot believe that God could ever love you or forgive you. You're doubting. You can't believe that God could continue to forgive you. You don't understand what I've done, Pastor. You don't understand the things I... I want you to get this down. I want you to get this down. My faith is more important than my failure. Faith is more important than failure. Sometimes our failure overshadows our faith. All of us have sinned. All of us have failed. All of us make mistakes. We're all jacked up. So does our failure overshadow God's grace? No. I mean, you look at Simon Peter, the disciple, called to do great things. Here's a guy that says, Jesus, if everyone else leaves you, I won't. I'll be there. I'm not going to dish you, Jesus. And Jesus says, no, Peter, you're going to fail me three times. You'll fail me three times, Jesus says. And you find that in Luke chapter 22, verses 31 and 32. Jesus says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. And I've pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. See, you have an enemy, guys. You have an enemy. And, and that's what he wants to do to us. He wants to mess with your mind. And that's what's happening right in the middle of your mess. The enemy is messing with people's minds. I mean, come on, let's just get real today. I'm, not, I'm talking to the real people today. The enemy's messing up things, especially in people's minds. But we will not let it beat us. And we won't let it defeat us. We can and we will overcome. And we will win this because you can do it. Jesus says, he says, I've prayed for you. How awesome is that, that Jesus prays for you? And notice Jesus' prayer wasn't a religious prayer. He says, I know that you're going to fail. I'm just praying that 
you won't fail? No, that's, I mean, I pray that thou shalt not fail, but that's not what Jesus prayed. I know that you're going to fail. Doesn't sound like, you know, it's not very religious prayer. I'm praying for you that you won't fail. No, I mean, look what Jesus prayed. Jesus affirms Peter will fail. In this prayer, he says, I know you're going to fail. Jesus just prays that in the midst of his failure, he says, I pray that you don't lose your faith. Because Jesus says, I can cover any failure. I can cover any mistake. I can cover any pain. I can cover any heartache. You can be at the very bottom of your life, scraping the bottom of the barrel, and God can show up just for you. It's just how good your God is. You know, one of the most amazing stories in the Bible is in John 20. The disciples think after the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus, he's already risen from the dead. And the disciples were heard about it, but they hadn't seen him yet. The Bible says they locked themselves in the room for fear of the Jewish leaders. In John chapter 20, verse 19, it says that that Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. And suddenly Jesus was standing there among them. And he says, peace be with you. Doors locked means nobody could get in. And at that moment, Jesus appears in the midst of them. Now, what does that tell me? That when you are locked in by your situation, when you're locked in by your finances or a relationship, or you're locked in and feel trapped or whatever fear, doubt, depression, or anxiety, when you feel locked in, when you can't get out, Jesus can get in. Always can get in. They can't keep Jesus out. Even when you say, I don't see a way out, he sees a way in. And Jesus shows up and he shows them all the scars on his side. What's interesting, a few days later, Doubting Thomas shows up. You know Doubting Thomas, and that's where he got his name, Doubting Thomas, because everybody tells him, man, you should have been here. This was so cool. Jesus showed up, and Thomas says, you know, well, I don't believe it till I see it and until uh, I can put my, you know, hands in his side there and see the scars and all that stuff. And then he says, I'm not going to believe till that. And then the next few verses, if you skip down in verse 26 of that same chapter of John 20, it says eight days later, the disciples would gather again, same place, same time. This time Thomas was with them. Doors locked again, windows shut, no one's getting in. And suddenly, just as before, it says, Jesus was standing among them, and peace be with you, he said. As before, just like before, Jesus. And here's what I love about this, guys. Don't miss this. God has already showed up for everybody except for Thomas. Now, I want you to know, because this is, this is the message today for you. Maybe just for one person who's listening today, and you're at the point of quitting, and you're doubting. I'm here today to tell you, if Jesus, if Jesus showed up for everybody else, if he showed up for doubting Thomas, he will show up just for you. That's why it's so important for you to hear this today. And pray and listen. I want to pray and encourage you and, and tell you you can make it. You can do it. You can do it. Because your life's not determined what happens to you, but what Christ is doing through you. So today, don't give no place to fear. Embrace the greatness of God that he's implanted inside of you and face your enemy with bold determination. Face the problems in this world with bold determination. Don't make any excuses because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. You're more than a conqueror in Jesus' name. Reject the lies of the enemy. The devil's a liar and God will always cause you to triumph. There's no weapon formed against you that's going to prosper. Jesus showed up before. He will show up again and you can do it. You can do it because Jesus already did it. Hey, God bless you. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Have a great week. 
Thanks again for joining us today. We hope the word today blesses you this week. Don't forget you can join us for our traditional service at 9 a.m. or our contemporary service as well at 1030. And we also have a live stream broadcast um, of our services posted on Facebook and our website at 1030 Central Time. And make sure you come back next Thursday at 6 p.m. for a brand new episode. Now go walk in faith. Stay strong. Faith strong.